Hello, I'm Danny Klein-Modisette, and this is the Afterbirth Podcast, featuring real stories about raising children that you're not going to read in a parenting magazine. Here's my story, Not Enough Good Old Days, which is also in the book. This was recorded at the M Bar in Hollywood, California in 2008. So to keep myself humble, since I'm very demanding I on everyone, I, I write, this is a new one, fresh, hot off the press. <clears throat> What's this fancy envelope? I asked Gideon, my eight-month-old, spooning vegetable mush into his mouth. I decided to open the mail this morning between swallows because even though caring for an infant in my 40s has me so exhausted, my head feels numb a lot of the day, I still feel compelled to multitask. My new favorite tandem activities are checking email on my phone while breastfeeding. When I'm not busy making dinner while wearing my child as a hiking accessory. Gideon opens his mouth like a blonde bird begging for more grubworms. I give him a lump of squash while I slide my thumb underneath the seal of what appears to be an invitation. I think, but no one we know is getting married. 25 years strong, the raised print (laughs) reads. Oh my God, my high school reunion. (laughs) 25 years? Is that possible? Bring your kids, fun for all, it says underneath. Fun for all. (laughs) (laughs) I guess fun for everyone except those of you who risk reliving being gonged at the high school gong show and Years of sitting home eating ice cream on the couch while other people were having sex in the back of cars was too many words. (laughs) And of course it doesn't say bring your babies because who has a baby 25 years after graduating from high school? other than me and my in vitro fertilization support group. And I'm pretty sure none of them went to Staples High School. (laughs) Uh, I I give Gideon more yellow pablum and I dial my sister. There's no way I'm going to this, I tell her. I'm so excited to have a child who's eating vegetables, I try stuffing one more bite in Gideon's mouth. Unfortunately, he's moved on to chewing the strap of his chair. Drool is streaming down the front of his onesie. Why not, she asks. I can almost hear the wine glass in her hand. She's a card-carrying member of the It's Five O'Clock Somewhere Club, and... (laughs) and has been since she threw up on the dance floor in seventh grade. (laughs) Fuck them! Go! You can show off your beautiful family to all those people who thought you'd never settle down. (laughs) I'm 44 with an infant, I say. I'm a circus freak to them. (laughs) Again. And show off those big nursing boobs, too. She takes another sip. Listen, you can't dodge high school memories forever, my dear. Wait till the boys go to high school. I'll be 80 by then, I joke. And hopefully senile. 
I hang up. Gideon's shirt is soaking. He's so chubby and fair with saucer blue eyes. He looks like a Gerber baby someone tried to drown for being too cute. I won't really be 80 when you graduate high school, buddy. Don't worry, I say, pulling him out of his high chair. I'll be, well, I'm not very good at math. <laughs> Never have been. It's no secret I flirted my way through high school physics. 63, I'll be 63, I blurt, pulling a diaper off a nearby stack. Will you still need me? Will you still need me when I'm 63? I sing, trying to lighten the weight of this realization. Gideon giggles at the sight of me shaking my head from side to side. I smile, sigh, and think, baby penises are really small. I fasten the diaper at his hips. I wonder if it will get proportionately larger as he gets bigger. God, I hope it does. <laughs> I wonder what other women will think of his penis. I wonder if I will live long enough to meet any of these women who will evaluate my son's penis. Will I live to meet his wife? If he waits as long as I did, it's not looking good. <laughs> While I continue to dress Gideon for his nap and settle him in his crib, my life flashes forward like animation cells. There I am at his bar mitzvah, closing in on 60. I'm wearing some Eileen Fisher outfit with no waistband. <laughs> Unlike the ubiquitous younger mommies in their hardtail yoga pants, my body didn't bounce back. In fact, there hasn't been much bouncing in the last 10 years, just a lot of hanging. I am standing next to my earnest son, witnessing him becoming a man, a doting, wrinkled mommy blob in soft separates. <laughs> Five years later, we're at his high school graduation. Carloads of families pull up to the big day with surfboards and water skis strapped to their hoods. As soon as the ceremony ends, they're heading for sun and surf celebratory vacations. The audience is filled with tan, beaming smiles. Not me. I'm holding the program up against my nose <laughs> because I've forgotten my reading glasses in the car right next to my calcium supplements. During the valedictory speech, I loudly unwrap and chomp on mitts, mints, mints with my bonded teeth to mask the breath, uh, the odor of my breath from my acid reflux. Gideon, it's too bad. Uh, Gideon, Gideon, Gideon throws his cap to me. I reach up and throw my back out. I hobble to the car, wincing, very proud of him, but hoping I'll be able to stay awake long enough to watch American Idol, Where Are They Now? <laughs> then I'm at Gideon's college graduation. Again, I'm in the audience, only this time I can't sit still. If I don't find a bathroom soon, I'm going to wet the seat. Gideon's girlfriend's mother is trying to tell me where the nearest restroom is, but I can't hear her over the din of the school band because I refuse to wear my hearing aid. Part of the problem is the woman's Asian accent. But the truth is, I haven't really heard anything clearly since 2023. <laughs> Next, I'm at his wedding. A small, quiet girl. You have to go on the road with me. You, like, think I'm the funniest person ever. Okay. Um, 
Uh, next, I'm at his wedding. A small, quiet girl glides down the aisle next to her father. She's beautiful. Okay, she's not my type, but she makes him happy. And that's all that matters. A gray-haired, trollish-looking woman starts down the aisle, but not without a lot of help. No surprise, that troll is me. I can tell by the outfit, more shapeless swaths of fabric. I look like a Keebler elf in a silk cocoon. So much for the calcium supplements. I'm so hunchbacked, I can barely walk. In fact, is that a skateboard I'm standing on? Oh, yes it is. I am being pulled down the aisle like a dried apple-faced doll on wheels. To give the illusion of dignity before being placed in my wheelchair waiting on the aisle. It's pretty humiliating, and yet, I've never been so happy. I walk out of the room to toss Gideon's diaper and go preheat the oven. I pass a picture of my father in the hallway. What are you worried about, I can hear him ask me. Old schmold! Who cares what you look like as long as you're alive? He didn't really talk like that, people. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. He'd be so insulted from my impression of this crazy Jewish man. (laughs) Sorry, okay. Uh, (laughs) This from a man who refused any chemo treatments that would make his hair fall out. He was very vain. Point being, he was very vain. How dare he bellow from a little tiny picture. Okay, Uh, his voice follows me into the kitchen. Oh, you should only be so lucky to live that long, sweetheart. Shit, he has a point. He was 44 when he had me, and he died when I was 33. He never even met Todd. Forget about my five-year-old, Gabriel or Gideon. Amidst my relentless vanity, there's a piece of me that knows what I'm hearing him say is right. No wonder I look so happy in that wheelchair. I am sure he would have given anything to be at my wedding. My sister used to use my active social life to as incentive for him at the end of his life. Come on, Dad, you have to stay awake, alive, awake. You have to stay alive. Don't you at least want to meet Danny's next boyfriend? <laughs> That's some comedy. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I come back to the crib and notice the receiving blanket from the hospital where Gideon was born under his pillow. My mind takes another leap and I'm in the hospital with Todd by my side. He's almost a decade younger, so he's still standing. Uh, And I guess in my fantasy, he hasn't left me for someone more age-appropriate, even though I've been telling him to since our first date. (sighs) We are there for the birth of our first grandchild. Gideon hands me the baby to hold. I made it, I think. I'm old and shriveled, and my daughter-in-law hates me. But I'm here and I'm holding a grandchild. I wipe a small tear from my eye, an action that takes me back to my kid's room. Gideon is screaming. His favorite toy, a set of plastic car keys, has dropped out of reach. His cry is ear-splitting. It should bug me, but it's so full of life. In this moment, I love it. I want to steal it and put it in a sports top bottle so I can suck it down 30 years from now. (laughs) 
Here it is, honey, I say, handing him the toy. You keep reaching, sweetie. Even when they tell you you can't, that you shouldn't, that the odds are against you, you keep fighting. And do what makes you happy, I add, throwing the invitation in the garbage with a flourish and picking up a laundry basket of clean clothes to fold. Aha! I've stumbled on a perk of being an older mommy. Look how wise I am. <laughs> I lean in and kiss Gideon's nose. Oh, and don't be afraid to settle down young. <laughs> Younger than your friends. Younger than is legal. <laughs> I'll explain that when you're older. Sweet dreams, baby. The end. <laughs> For more information about Afterbirth, the live show, the book, or the podcast, please visit www.afterbirthstories.com. Thanks. Thanks.